Welcome back to the Reality Served Real podcast. We're your hosts, Christina, Abby, and Michelle. And today we're going to talk to you about the long, the grueling, a little bit ridiculous 100-hour final that was the season 38 of the challenge um, last three episodes. So it was a three-episode final, four hours total. I mean... To me personally, so crazy, so unnecessary. I feel like they worked it backwards. I feel like they were like, we got to make this the biggest final ever. Let's make it 100 hours. And then they just tried to come up with shit to make it go on for 100 hours. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they had to do that in order to make it 100 hours because it's it's not realistic for them to run for 100 hours. That's, you know, that's not realistic. And they always do have checkpoints and stuff. So it, it makes sense, but there was just a lot to it so we'll just get started um with night one um so this was like really weird to me is the way that it started it started with people um driving to the destination and that was the first two hours of the final so the first two hours of the final it's like, okay, so, like, they're really dragging this out, right? So, right. um, <clears throat> then they, they have to run and basically, like, set up their camp. So, Olivia and Horacio get there first, then Jordan and Nisa, Bananas and, Na- and Nani, and Tori and Devin come in, in last. And so, basically, um, they just have to, like, run there and then set up camp for the night so tj comes back in at hour 19 so the first like 18 hours of this final are them driving to the site running finding um a code to open the trunk i guess that has their camping equipment in it and then camping overnight that right that's the first. This seems so like, like why? Why is that the first eighteen hours? Eighteen hours. This seems so fake to me. Like it's so unnecessary. It's. Just, I feel like they just wanted a headline, like the hundred hour final. Yeah, exactly. So they wanted to try to like. Well, I think part of it is that they have a new a new showrunner. So I listened to. Gosh, what's her name? I think Inez, maybe. Uh. Emery, something like that. Um, but she is the the she's been a producer for the challenge for a really long time, and I believe this was her first season um, being the showrunner. So she came up with this hundred hour final idea. She talks about it on the official challenge podcast, and um, she like literally thought it was the best idea in the whole world. They had a different final planned. And then at the last minute, she was like, no, I have this idea. We're going to do this. Okay. Mm. I I mean, I didn't like it, but I saw, I did see people like, because I was tweeting about how I didn't really like it. And people responding to me like, oh, what did you want? You wanted it to be like every other final. At least this was different. Okay. I, I get the point. Yeah. Well, I it mean. It was stupid. I can get both sides like it is different and I I can like um appreciate and respect the fact that like they're trying to not show us the same thing every time but I just don't think this was it. Like I enjoy watching the challenge. I literally started a podcast about it and I complained all 3 weeks that this final was 3 weeks long. I know it was hard like it was hard <laughs> to stay engaged watching it for me. I had a hard time. Uh so basically okay so the next thing that they do is and this is like kind of important cuz it looms over the rest of the whole entire final. And yeah. that, and that's that, like they go their next you know they have to run to the next station and Jordan and Anissa are behind so Jordan decides that he wants to take a shortcut like through the woods basically so that they can catch up with everybody else. 
well, theoretically, like, this is a really good idea because it will catch them up with everybody else if they do this. However, uh, Nisa trips over a rock and sprains her ankle. <laughs> and, and like, we do eventually see that, like, she really did sprain her ankle and, like, it was very bruised and it looked like she was in a lot of pain. Like, I can't imagine. I don't want to take that from her um, in the respect that, like, this was, like, this was something that actually happened. But, like, God, it's so Anissa. I was going to say it's just so <laughs> Anissa that this happens. You can't make this shit up. I don't know. You you can't make it up. Okay, uh, so I feel like this whole first day was, like, very important because the, well, I guess, I guess the second day we already. Well, <laughs> can I just interrupt? Because nobody can see us. But. When you started talking about the 100-hour final, I know Michelle's neck is hurt, but she was doing, like, this twisting thing, and it looked like she was, like, beating her head against the couch, and that's what <laughs> I was feeling when I was like, it's a 100-hour final, like, uh, hitting your head. Like, Yeah. I know. And I know. I mean, and, and Abby, you're like, I'm going to try to watch this final. And if it was a one episode, I bet you would have watched it. But then when I was like, Abby, it's four hours. I'm sure you were like, oh, my God, there's no way. You know me so well. Four hours, you'll never get back. So don't do it. So, okay, so they go to this next station. And like I said, like this next station is like pretty important. Some stuff goes down here. And that is a couple different things. So it's the bola station. So what they have to do is land 10 bolas at their station. And for every two bolas that they make, they get to sabotage another team by making them drink this like gross fish smoothie. And so um, should be easy, right? Like pretty self-explanatory. We shouldn't have to be diving so deep into this, but we have to because... It's two things happen. Three things happen here. One, Olivia cuts her finger open like really bad. She says on a couple different podcasts that I listened to that um, it was so deep that there was like a white nerve hanging out. Oh. So like, yeah. So she like really hurt her finger on this bola. It like would not stop bleeding. It was bad. Um, The second thing is that Tori is vegan and there were no instructions when you read the instructions it just says that you have to like your team has to drink this so it didn't specifically Tori did not break any rules it did not say that she had to drink this so she offers to but Devin takes one for the team and is like no like you're vegan I'm not gonna make you like screw up your stomach for the next week like I've got this. And so Devin drinks all of their smoothies. Um, the well, other- side note, I just finished um, X's one. And Diem was vegan. Mm-hmm. There's a and, lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> and she tried to eat it. She hadn't eaten any meat since sixth grade. Um, but so like CT did that and drank like whatever the sheep's blood because mm-hmm. yeah, so they make no exceptions. I mean, I know that I think in the modern era though, I've especially after um All Stars three, they've like tried to make some changes because Nehemiah said that I. I I want to say he said that there was, like, these little, like, bean things or, like, something that he was, like, picking out and he was, like, trying to mainly eat those. But, of course, like, he did get some meat, too. And he was sick for, like, a really long time. And so I feel like, yeah, it's, like, gross. But, like, if you literally haven't eaten meat in 15 years, then that's going to destroy your body. Like, that's not good for you at all. And so, like, it's way worse than the people who aren't vegan and are eating these things so to that extent I do understand it and I am glad that they are trying to like make some modifications to it I know that you know um 
on uh, people were complaining on about um, the Challenge USA and how theirs was um, vegan. Their their eating challenge was vegan. And in this one later on, they end up giving, they have to eat ice cream and they give Tori vegan ice cream. And she's still eating the same amount. So I feel like that is fair that they are like trying, you know, like not to... I mean, they're not going to, like, literally die, but, you know, like, hurt these people. So I think that that's, like, I personally think it's kind of commendable. I know that that's probably an unpopular opinion because everybody loves the, like, eyeballs and ball testicles and all this stupid stuff or whatever, but... I don't know. Eating challenges, I guess, just aren't my favorite in general, so I just don't have, like, that I don't care that much that they're making these changes. And on the um Challenge Mania Zoom, I think it was the Hall of Fame one, maybe. TJ was there though. And um he said that he thinks that they're gonna change all, all if not I think he said all, but um eating challenges so that they are vegan or that they can um accommodate people who are. It seems like it, especially the. It seemed like the change started with Angela on the CBS challenge, right? I think that's the first time that we saw it, but I feel like All Stars three filmed before the challenge USA, so I think mm-hmm. that like maybe during that final of the challenge or um, All Stars three, when Nehemiah was like struggling so much, I think that might have like put that idea into their head unless like Angela was like I refuse to do this because and it was like in her contract or something but I highly doubt that she's not that influential I think they saw the struggle and realized that the times are changing yeah definitely okay um the other thing that was like important at this point was that Tori and Devin made a deal with Bananas and Nani, that they weren't going to sabotage each other. So, um, yeah, so, like, so it's mainly just Anissa and Jordan and Horacio and Olivia who are, like, drinking all this terrible stuff. Yeah. So the next, like, checkpoint was, like, very boring. I'm just going to briefly touch on this, and that was they had to take a tire um to the end of the road and take it back um or and build build a stack of the order in which everybody got out and this was just like back and forth back and forth um one thing that i heard on a podcast though is that it was a mile each way so in order to do like and they can only carry two tires at a time so in order to to you know that's like 16 back and forth trips so that's like 32 miles that they ran it just in this one checkpoint yeah that that's a lot yeah i can't imagine how many 32 well i guess because there would be 16 teams and you can only carry two each so you can if you can that's or was one team on each one, or did like? There's I, no way they ran thir- thirty-two miles. It was either thirty-two or sixteen. Because okay, so if they were, if each player had their own tire, I can't remember this. I'm sorry. Um, if each player had their own tire, it would be thirty-two. If each player had, uh, each pair had their own tire, then it'd be sixteen miles. <laughs> That's still a lot. I mean, that's how they made it a hundred hours. I mean, that's that's over. Yeah, half marathon. I mean, mm-hmm. um. So Tori and Devin compete this complete this um stage first, and at this point, we are twenty four hours in. Okay. The next segment checkpoint that we go to 
is the infamous slingshot station. They need to knock out two targets, but since they got there first, they get to sabotage one team. And they choose to sabotage Olivia and Horacio because they made this deal with um, Nani and Bananas that they wouldn't sabotage each other. And obviously, they're not going to sabotage Anissa and Jordan, especially after Anissa just hurt herself. The team that you want to give the disadvantage to is it makes sense that it's Olivia and Horacio. So um, they need to, so Olivia and Horacio need to hit four targets. Everybody else needs to hit two. In this one though, it specifically says on the instructions that each partner must make one. Right. So, So it's, Horacio makes his, like, very easily. And then Olivia goes to make hers, and she's really struggling because of her hurt finger. Like, really struggling. And so she's, like, trying all these different ways. Like, can I do it with my pointer finger? Because it's her middle finger, the finger that she should be aiming with to um, to hit this target. So she actually said, I think in the official challenge podcast, I think she was literally talking to Tori about this. And she said that it was the, they had three targets broken and it was the last one where the ball, the golf ball ricochets back and hits her in her nose and breaks it. She breaks, ends up breaking her face in five different places. There is a lot of blood. She's taken to the hospital. Well, the whole time she's like, literally like, I don't know if I can run because I'm dizzy. Like, I'm going to try. Put me back in. Put a Band-Aid on it. And she's just, like, such a champ. I can't believe she broke her face in five places and she wanted to still keep going. Obviously, she couldn't. But just the fact that she has that, like, I don't want to quit attitude makes me think that, first of all, even before this, I thought Olivia was a lock to come back. She has brought it in competition. She's brought it in drama. She's brought it in romance. Like, she is a well-rounded, all-around challenger. And I always thought she was coming back. Now that this happened and, like, she broke her face in five places and she has been public about, like, how she's not going to be suing production at all for this, um, <laughs> she, it like, she's coming oh, back. She's coming back for sure. So I think Olivia, like, really showed us this season her grit, her I won't give up attitude. And, you know, she might not win her her next season. But I would say within her first five, if she becomes a regular, Olivia is going to be a challenge champ. I can't believe that she how she reacted to this. Like, I think I would have been screaming, crying, freaking out. And she she seems somewhat calm for what just happened. So I was, I don't know, I was very, I, like you said, Christina, I was very impressed by her. Um, so I, I, what can you say? And then I, I want to also say I was very impressed by Horacio because mm-hmm. imagine looking at that and being in the moment and seeing that he kept his shit together. And he tried to make downplay it as best as he could for her. Like, oh, no, it still looks good. You still look good. Don't worry. I'm going to keep like he kept saying, I'm going to keep going for us. Like, so she wouldn't feel guilty on top of everything. I just thought he handled it really well, too. And then, of course, it was so heartbreaking when Horacio was told that he can't continue without his ride or die. And it was heartbreaking. I cried. I admit I did cry watching it. That producer who came out and hugged him at the very end is the producer who is the showrunner that's idea for this 100-hour final. That was her. Oh, I see. Okay. Hey, you just reminded me. I wanted to talk about something. How freaking fake that they edited in TJ saying, sorry, you you live and die by your ride or die. You can't continue. Mm -hmm. Like, that was ridiculous. We did not need that. That was ridiculous. I almost think that, like, 
yeah I I agree it was a lot but I also almost feel like somebody needed to say something like that or like Horacio would have kept trying but to me it was so clearly TJ was not there they were not in the same scene he was not reacting to what TJ said it was two totally separate different things I don't get why like it was such a big moment why did they ruin it by doing that I don't know um I wish they just had the, the producer say like you can't continue but I get it they want TJ the host but it it was just very clear to me they were not in the same it was not the same moment that that happened mm-hmm. no, so I- that that took away for honestly that you know what that did take away for it for me because I was like I told you I was very I cried watching this and then that happened I'm like okay they gotta like always put some fakery in here right so I'm um they have to like hammer home that theme every chance they can get totally okay so do you want to do an MVP and an LVP for each of these episodes or do you just want to do an overall Oh, that's up to you. I'll leave it up to you. I'm, I could do every episode if you want. Okay, so my MVP this episode was Olivia. I thought that she just killed it. She kept going. She persevered through the finger, through through the face breaking. Actually, she said on a podcast that the finger hurt more than her face. I bet. I, I bet. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, yeah, it was just... She, this was her episode. This was her moment. And it's sad that it happened the way that it did. But she just like proved to everybody that like she's not just this girl from Love Island. Yeah, I agree. And then my LVP was Anissa. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. How about you? I mean, it's hard for me to not say Olivia, but I don't want to have the exact same as you. So I'll say Horacio for the way he handled everything was like such class and grace. And it wasn't like we see Anissa get hurt and Jordan's kind of pissed off at her. I mean, he did a good job kind of trying to keep it downplayed, at least in this episode. Um, But Horacio was 110% supportive of her and handled a really difficult situation with grace in class so i'll i'll say him even though i agree with you it's probably olivia but i'll give it to rossio and then lvp i gotta give it to anisa for blaming jordan instead of (laughs) it was like a freak mistake she like had to put the blame on on someone she and fessy are the same in that way where nothing is ever their fault it's because of everything else going on that something happens to them they don't feel ownership over anything that's happening it's very it's very weird because they both are the same way i yeah i totally agree with that um okay so moving on do you want to talk about episode two yeah i actually thought this was like probably the lull the most boring part like episode one kind of got emotional at the end episode three we find out the winner so this was kind of like the filler episode did you think the same yeah i did i think for it being a hundred hour final, you know, like they they needed some of this stuff or they would have never made it to a hundred hours. But um I mean there were some good like quotes and stuff. But that's yeah. that's yeah, I agree. And I'm gonna start with this and I don't remember if this was the end of the episode or the beginning of this episode, but we see Anissa and Jordan getting to the slingshot. I don't know if that was the end of the other episode or the beginning of this episode. And they see Olivia is not there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Anissa kind of stops to ask Horacio what happened. And he, he explains it a little bit to her, but you can see he's still really upset. I was mm-hmm. kind of watching this curious. I'm like, how much later did Anissa and Jordan show up than everyone else? But I, you know, well, enough time that um, they made three targets with Olivia's broken finger. She, The ambulance came and left, and Arasa was still there processing everything. But, yeah. I mean, enough time that all of that had happened. Uh, and, and no one else was to be seen. So, yeah, totally. So, they, Anissa and Jordan are pretty... It I would say like- a half an hour at least. half Maybe an hour. Yeah, I think at least an hour probably. But... So they're pretty behind. So 
that stood out to me. And then we, the checkpoint four, I really didn't enjoy watching this. This was the puzzle checkpoint where they had to go through the swamp. Mm. Um, and this is another one of those puzzles where there's colors and shapes and you kind of have to not only memorize what is the shape, it's what is the color, what side does it fall on? I think I would have a really hard time with this when I see these things. And I also always think about the people who are colorblind when I see these things. I don't think we had anyone on this episode who said they were colorblind, right? No. Okay. So that, that was a plus. Cause I hate, I hate when we have like poor Cyrus and he's colorblind and he's got to do these things. Um, but the answer key to see the puzzle is on stilts. So they have to climb this ladder um, then they have to go back to the other side of the swamp and assemble the puzzle. Um, it's kind of like interesting to me. I feel like this is where we see like more of the breakdown between bananas and Nani, which was a little bit surprising to me because you would think, you know, Nani's finally in this final. She's going to want to do everything she can to win. Banana says he want to help, help her win, but at, to me, the whole time, Bananas didn't seem to be taking anything seriously. No, and even on, like, the biking portion, and he, he's like, I don't care because it's just the amount of time that we sleep. Like, I get that, but at the same time, it's like, okay, but Nani's, like, truly trying to win this, and you're just, like, joking around. Yeah, and I, I think her frustration built from here, and I think this might be the point that things turned, and they really lost it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this, this puzzle, I think, I don't know who was first to figure out it was a pattern. Was it Tori? Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So Tori realized in this puzzle, there's a pattern. So they, after they figured that out, they very, very quickly got it done. Um, Anissa seems like she's in pain. So she asks for help and Jordan kind of, Jordan can't believe that she wants assistance or help or someone to look at it. And I think everyone kind of flashed back to, I think it, what was it? Dirty 30 where he broke his leg coming out of the plane on the final. Yeah. And then won the final. And then won. So Jordan is another type of person. So for, to ask for help, he's probably like, what are you doing? Are you trying to get us disqualified? We need to keep going. Don't ask for it. Like, I can just see he, he has such a delicate balance because he's trying to not be the asshole that we all know. And I'm not going to say love, but we all know and remember him as in the past. But he's also getting frustrated with someone who I could find to be incredibly frustrating. So he's got like a delicate balance here that he's. I love when she like tries to stop and she's complaining about her ankle and um he's just like trying like look look and he's like looks like a regular rolled ankle <laughs> yep yep which like uh, it's really bad like I'm not discrediting that but I mean like you said again like from the person who won a final with a on a broken leg like I understand his his frustrations um yeah it's a million dollars at the end of the yeah. day it's a million dollars Mm-hmm. So okay, this puzzle keeps going. Um, at some point, um, Tori and Devin are the ones. Do they solve? They solve it for first, right? Mm-hmm. So they solve it first, and then I think that Nani and Banana Bananas solve it right after, right? Yeah. And then Anissa tries to tell <laughs> she sees the pattern in the puzzle. And Jordan just thinks she's being lazy and doesn't want to go back and look through the swamp and go back to climb the ladder and look at the puzzle again. And he does not listen to her. And she's like, no, it's a pattern. And this is where I'm like, oh, this is the old Jordan kind of rearing his head. He literally, uh, sorry. No, go ahead. He literally says there's no pattern. <laughs> yeah. This is the old Jordan coming out. Um. But Anissa was right. There was a pattern. Um, so okay. then they finished. Oh, did I get it wrong? They finished before Bananas and Nani? Because then they helped Bananas and Nani, right? There's yeah. too many this final. I remember they helped Bananas and Nani, right? Yes, yes. Okay. They did end up so I have the order wrong. So Tori and Devin finished first, then Jordan and Anissa, and then Jordan and Anissa helped Bananas and Nani. Yes, yes, yes. That is 
Yeah, because then they go to then they get to sleep for the night after that, right? Sleep, yep. Um Okay. Okay. Have the, have the <laughs> big fight between Anissa and Jordan, right? Yeah. And it's been I I I know now why it's been 13 years since you've been in a final or whatever whatever that 13 years quote was. And then like Anissa's crying to to Jordan and I thought it was interesting cuz she's like she's like obviously going to Tori to have Tori be on her side and uh, Tori's literally like well that's what makes Jordan so great like he never gives up he will you know she and just like brought like the different perspective to it and so I thought that that was like good of Tori and also like maybe something Anissa needed to hear yeah yeah right um, so then we have TJ comes back and tells them it's hour 50. And then this is where they have to push the cars right to the next point. Um, and they all get to start based on how they finished the day before. Mm-hmm. Um, and pick their car. Yes. And pick their car. So. I this is a blur to me. I don't know, Christina. Do you remember anything about this car pushing? I got nothing right now. <laughs> okay, so like Tori and Devin, they go first and they pick a car on the side. And Nani and Bananas, they arrive next, and they're like looking at the cars. And Nani doesn't realize that if you physically touch a car, that's the t- car that you get to push. And so right, accidentally touches the middle car, which is like stuck in the mud. <laughs> and so yeah. they that car. And then um, Anissa and Jordan get the car on the other side. And I really think it's so lucky that Nani accidentally touched that car for Anissa and Jordan because yeah. it looked like they were like pretty neck and neck like the whole time. So yeah. good for Anissa to be able to push a car on that ankle. That and was that's they were going to excel is strength. So that was a, that was good for them. Yeah, I completely completely agree. So then. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's like pretty much that that portion. Once they get done, they run to the next. Blacked out. I don't. I found that so boring. I think I just black blacked out. But now that you recap that, thank you. I do remember. <laughs> um, and then they get to the eating challenge, and this is where they find out there's 40 hours remaining. And then once again, it's like a different type of eating challenge. It's spaghetti and bread. It's an Italian feast. But Instead- it's, like, not just, like, they're eating spaghetti and bread, though. They're eating, like, 20 pounds of spaghetti. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, but it's different than eating, like, bull testicles or whatever it may have been in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, of course, we get the montage that, I don't know, is there anyone out there who likes the throwing up montage? It's not for me. I, I It's not for me either. I don't like it. I think that there is too much of it. I understand it because they want people to, like, realize the grossness of what they're eating so mm-hmm. i get it but i just like wish that there was less of it like maybe right. like two pukes you know yeah totally like, everybody puking 10 times yeah and i think everyone for this challenge kind of thought nani was the standout with how much she ate and how like she had a smile on her face and just kept going and going and going i was very impressed by her um so they finished when they finished the bread okay so anisa said and i i wrote this down because it was the strangest thing to me is said that this eating challenge is her worst fear come to life why i don't know i don't get it she did she was horrible on what was the first all-stars the eating challenge when she and darrell were partners she was horrible at it I mean, I guess like maybe she's just bad at eating challenges in general then. I don't know. But I, I, I wrote it down because I was like, why is this? Why is eating spaghetti her worst fear come to life? Like, I don't know. Or maybe <laughs> this is terrible. This is a thought that just came to my head, though. But like maybe she's one of those people who like if she eats a carb, she gains 10 pounds. So she's like, I'm going to gain 50 pounds from this freaking challenge right now. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about it that way. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. that's funny. But there are some people that are like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that could have been what she meant. Um, so 
anyway, after after they finish the spaghetti and bread, TJ says they have dessert. So they have to eat all this ice cream. It looks so disgusting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so Nani's and Bananas, Nani and Bananas, they finish first on this. Um, Tori and Devin are second. Tori got vegan ice cream. I think you mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get to the end of the episode. Uh, and it kind of ends with the next day, the next morning, and it's 32 hours are left and they see the helicopter for what they're going to have to do on the last 32 hours of this final. So with 32 hours remaining, they run up to the helicopter and of course they have to like throw in a 69 joke and say that we're at the helicopter at hour 69. So we find out that what they have to do is they're strapped to the helicopter and they have to throw these like chalk bombs at um, different targets. And the advantage that they have on this one is that um, Nani and Bananas get to choose who, how many um, chalk bombs, or no, they don't get to choose. I'm sorry. It's based on the order that they got there. Um, And so Bananas and Nope, just kidding. They choose the order. So they must have just thought Jordan would be good at this because they decided that um, Bananas and Nani are going to have the most amount. They have 25 that they get to throw down. Tori and Devin, they gave 20. And Jordan and Anissa, 15. So I'm guessing they must just have thought Jordan would be really good at this because, or maybe it was because of that, I'm not going to throw like a disadvantage on you from that first the truth yeah yeah maybe it was because of that um so and then we're told that the winner of this gets an advantage so um they pick tori and devin to start oh okay i get where i mixed up now they get their chalk bombs based on the order that they got they finished um the last the eating challenge so banana bananas and nani get 25 tori and devin get 20 jordan and anisa get 15 because that's the order that they finished in what bananas and nani get to pick is the order that they compete in so they pick tori and devin to go first so that they can't watch people so tori and devin they get 10 Anissa and Jordan get eight, and Nana, Nana's, Nani and Bananas get five. So Tori and Devin are in the lead again, which besides that eating challenge, they've basically been in the lead this entire time. They're just like completely dominating um, this final. And so they arrive well together too, compared to else who's very dysfunctional right now they only have had one argument and they apologize to each other like right away got past it yeah um so they arrive at this fork in the road and it's a corn maze and so now we're told that there are 26 hours remaining and um tori tori and devin go one direction and bananas and nani go the same direction and so they're they're at this area with tents and they're like trying to decide like What's coming next? None of them know. Anissa and Jordan go the other way. So um, I actually listened to the official challenge podcast with Tori and Devin. And this was like one really interesting tidbit that I got from that. If you haven't listened to that podcast, I really recommend it because Tori and Devin both seem like super self-aware. Later on, I'm going to read a quote that Devin had because it's the most self-aware thing I think I've heard anybody on reality TV ever say. And I was just like very impressed with them um, after the fact of all of this. So one thing that he says about this in particular, though, is that in his very last phone call before the final, he's talking to his mom and he thought that there was a possibility that in the final there would be another dagger pull and that like, um one person would win one person would be sent directly into elimination and then you there were two people that would pull and maybe that there would be a safe dagger so he asked his mom if there's ever a situation where I have to choose left or right what should I choose and his mom said I'm a lefty choose left and so that's why Tori and Devin went that direction 
So I thought that was like, I don't know, kind of a touching little tidbit that I learned um, from yeah. that podcast. Yeah. Um, so then we're at hour 82 comes and TJ's over the loudspeaker. The lights turn on. It's like a stadium, like elimination area. And um, they have to run through the corn maze to find TJ. Um, Devin said on that same podcast that the route that they took, they were in a court in the middle of a corn maze. They have no way of knowing this, but they took the most direct route to TJ and they arrived there like long before anybody else did. So they, we get to this like camp and we find out that Tori and Devin, since they got first, they do not have to go into this like elimination and so bananas and nani um and jordan and anisa have to go into elimination and the elimination is balls in and this is actually like really kind of sad because of just the way everything plays out um nani could have won this like super easily super early she misses two baskets like right away and it looks like she, like, doesn't even know what she's, like, the way that she misses, she, like, barely misses. It's, and this, the way that they did this balls in was, like, super weird, too. Like, all you had to do is get inside of the ring, and then if she would have stopped, like, she would have made those baskets. It, it was that. Yeah. I thought the pressure got to her, and I, I, I don't know. She, she didn't do a very good job. I mean, listen, I know how they did end up winning this but I don't think she, the pressure was getting to her yeah I mean and I think the pressure was getting to a lot of them because Jordan drops the ball too he's like very upset about it and then um it's it's Anissa's turn and she goes and and Nani knows that like the only way like Anissa is so much bigger than her the only way that she can win is if she goes for her legs and so Anissa ends up like blowing out her her leg and can't continue. And so Bananas and Nani win this elimination and Anissa and Jordan officially get third place and they are out of the final. Um, I have since heard that Anissa actually tore her ACL during this. So it was along with her sprained ankle. It was a she did get really injured in this final. Yeah. Listen, I I saw I saw the screen. There was like a screenshot of her Instagram where she was telling, "I tore I tore this. I tore my Achilles. You know, whatever else. I have to have surgery." I I saw where she said that. I mean, she's gotten so many injuries on the show. This girl, she has, and as much of a fighter as she is, and especially like competing for a hundred hours on that. I mean, I can't even imagine. Like, she really is a trooper. She really is like she has the heart but the thing is is that like she's never going to win and I don't know that you necessarily need to win in order to be a good challenger but um or like a good reality tv personality in general you really don't so this was her chance to win if there was ever a chance a final that ended in an elimination yeah this was her and your partners with Jordan this was her one chance to win. They gave her the biggest favor in the world, making it not like a, a running race to the end like it usually is. First I, elimination, this was hers to like lose. And she got hurt and lost. So I don't know. What can you say? Yeah, it, it makes me sad for her because as much as she wants to keep doing this, I just don't think her body wants her to. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Christina, you're right. I don't know what to say. Um, okay, so then the two to the two pairs, Tori and that are left, Tori and, and Devin and um bananas and Nani go back to the camp and tell TJ lets them know that it's time for the um final phase. Now it says hour ninety-seven. Um however both um Tori and Devin said that this last stage actually it took longer than they thought that it was going to and it took five and a half hours so this actually was like a 102 hour final <laughs> yeah 
Okay. I, you know, I kind of, I'm like, how can they make it exactly 100 out? Yeah, that makes sense. That tracks. So, um, one thing that was like really great, I thought about this and I wish that if they would maybe do this in, in, um, more finals is that like they had the people who got out earlier, they had Jordan and Anissa and Olivia and Horacio, um, there to watch the last portion. And so I thought that that was really cool. Um, you know, obviously it's like elimination format, so it's like easier to watch, but even if like you had like, you know, like, um, there's been like several finals of all-stars one comes to mind where they purged out like Derek and Isela at the very beginning. Like it would have been cool if like they were standing at the finish line, like waiting for everybody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I like that. that. I thought that was cool. Um, so the teams have to get through four different rooms. And the first one was basically the elimination that Fessy and Nelson did. And at first I was super excited about this because I was like, okay, they just did balls in. Now they're doing this Fessy and Nelson elimination. I thought all four rooms were going to be eliminations that we had previously seen, but that was unfortunately not the case. Um, Bananas and Nani, they finished this first room first, but Tori and Devin aren't too far behind them. But then the second room is 230-pound cinder blocks, and they have to relocate them and create the puzzle that, that um, is on the cinder blocks. So Nani and Bananas are off by a row, and they don't realize it until, like, the very end. So they do look for their mistake, and they pretty easily start over this time. Um, but by this point... Tori and Devin are finished with their second stage and they're going on to their, their third room. So bananas and Nani are still like in it at this point, but then they realize that they are missing another, another piece this like second time around. And by this point, okay. So the third room is that they have to break into the room and it's filled with dirt. They have to pile out the dirt, break in, break out through the other side, and both ha people have to be able to like go through this hole that they created and um, get into this next final room. So they're like done almost with their third room by the time Nani and Bananas realize that they made the second mistake and they would have to start over again and ban bananas is like pretty much like i don't have it in me like i can't do it and you see nani and bananas at the end it kind of looks like they just like gave up and gave tori and devin the win but um when i listened to the podcast they did say that um they were like an hour and a half ahead of them there was no way they were stuck at that puzzle for so long there, there was like literally no way that they could have caught up. There was the ch the last room was that they needed to untangle chains, and um, when they're all unraveled, they need to break through that final wall and pull a lever. And they were just so close to being done. That final room took them like no time at all. And there was just there was by the time that they realized that they had made that second mistake there was only a few minutes left in the elimination. Yeah, I gotta, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I actually listened to Bananas podcast and he, I did not name on himself for that. He, he basically said that Nani, he and Nani got in such a bad fight that they kind of just work separately in this elimination instead of coming together and working together and he just, like, didn't want to argue with her anymore or fight with her anymore. And they thought that was the best way to proceed. But in retrospect, he blames himself. And he says, I've been in finals before and I know how to win. And I know the focus and the attention to detail that it takes to win. And I let Nani down because I should have been the one figuring out the puzzle. And I should have let her carry the bricks. So he blamed himself for it. Interesting. Well, and that's... I'm glad that all of these people have evolved so much that they're like, at least in ways, self-aware uh, more so than they were, you know, five years ago, for sure. 
And so I'm just, I'm, I'm impressed that, um, Banana said that like for sure. And it was interesting because on his podcast, he did not like, he did not have Nani as the guest for the finale recap episode. He had Bill Simmons, who's the founder of the ringer, which his podcast is on the ringer network. And Bill Simmons is like a huge challenge fan, old school, real world fan. He's like Um, the fifth sport guy, right? Yes. He's the one who coined like the fifth American major sport or whatever it may be. Um, so Bill actually goes, he's, Bill's not a spoiler guy, right? Like he watches the show, like, and he goes, Johnny, I had a feeling when you asked me to be the guest on this final podcast and not Nani, that you did not win this one. <laughs> oh, no. Um, so it sounds like their relationship is okay, but it's like, they still have such heavy emotions with this final. And he feels like he really let her down that he, like they could, they couldn't. They, he would, didn't want to like kind of relive it again I don't think maybe in the future yeah. they'll talk about it but that's how it kind of netted out okay so I want to like kind of um wrap up just a little bit here with what I said I was going to talk about Devin a little bit so on the official challenge podcast he talks about how um when he came off of spies lies and allies he was mentally like not okay And he realized that he needed to make some changes and put his body into the position where it was a possibility for him to win. So then he, he kind of starts as like a summary, I guess, of like how the lead up of this quote, but then he says, and this is like, so like, I did not know Devin was capable of being so self-aware and this just like really impressed me. So he says, Oftentimes, people look in the mirror and they see what they want to see instead of what's actually there. And a lot of people live in a, in a self-delusion. Realizing and being self-aware on the things you need to work on isn't a bad thing. It's actually the best thing you can do for yourself. So basically he's saying he couldn't make it up that mountain on Spies, Lies, and Allies. He realized that he was never going to win a challenge. He talks all this shit all the time, and he didn't want to be that person. So he was in the gym running every single day, making himself in shape so that he could run and win a final or at least have the opportunity to because before he was just getting bronze. He can make it to the final, but he didn't have the endurance to win it. So he decided that he never wanted to feel like that again. And so he started running every single day and he, he decided that um, what he had to do was work on his weaknesses. And he did that and that propelled him to this win. Yeah. I got to give him credit. Cause he's totally right. Like he would have, he didn't have the endurance. I, I was shocked how well he was keeping up with Tori endurance wise throughout this final. And now it makes sense. Yeah. So, so I, Christina, we never said MVP LVP for episode two. Oh, <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Are we, are we done with this one? Do we want to do MVP LVP for both? Yeah. Two and three. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So for episode two, um, my MVP is Anissa because even though she hurt herself, she was really trying really hard. She figured out that puzzle before Jordan did. She was patient with him. She made him like realize that, you know, like make it made him figure it out on his own. She wasn't arguing with him she pushed that car my mvp for episode two is anisa because she she's never gonna have a better final performance than she did episode two um my lvp for this episode as funny as i thought he was throughout um and how necessary I thought it was for him to be like poking at Anissa. Um, I, and how I understand it because again, he, he won that dirty 30 final on a broken leg. I'm giving my LVP to Jordan 
because I think that Anissa needed him in that moment to be more sympathetic and he um was not aware of his his surroundings and his interpersonal relationships in that moment. Yeah, I I think I agree with you on that. Um, I was trying to think. I, I don't know. For LVP, I'm still thinking. But for MVP, I wanted to give it to Nani for how well she did on the oh. eating challenge. And I feel like people just, like, really appreciated that about her. So I, I agree with, like, I, I think Nani. And then LVP, it's hard to say, like, that moment of Jordan telling Anissa, like, there's no pattern. Mm-hmm. That makes me have to give it to Jordan. I think I'm with you. I was trying to think if there's someone else to give it to, but I think that's the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And with Nani too, I just want to say too, I've seen like a lot of things online and memes and stuff going around of Nani on like several different seasons eating noodles. And so just that like this was her eating challenge and she won it is is really funny. So definitely I can agree with you on that MVP for sure. Yep. Okay, so my MVP for episode four, or I mean three, wow, um, is going to be Devin. Um, I mean, Devin and Tori won this thing. They split the money at the end, which I wish they didn't have to do. I wish, like, it was allotted to them by production, but I still think it was a good thing that they did um Devin joked I don't know if this is true or not but like giving away the money put them in the the next lowest tax bracket (laughs) oh and so I thought I thought that was I don't know if it's true or not or if he just like made a joke but he did he did say that so I thought that was interesting and smart and very Devin of him so my MVP is Devin because he won a final and I have thought for a while that um, Tori has it in her and that, you know, like maybe after five seasons or, you know, like a lot of people don't get that championship right away. Um, I've always thought she has it in her. I didn't necessarily think that Devin did. And the fact that he realized that was self-aware enough about it, turned it around and came back and won. I give my MVP to Devin. Yeah. And, and I give my LVP to, to bananas for yeah. giving up. Did I can't say anything else? Ditto. You know, it it was between the the LVP was between Nani and Bananas for me because I don't understand why they let it get so hostile to the point that it impacted the performance. You know, they knew better than that. Um, but I think because I listened to Bananas and Bananas took responsibility, then I'll say I'll put it on Bananas and give him the LVP. But I ha- I hate to give it to Devin. I really do. But there's only, what, four people I can give it to. So, <laughs> Well, technically there are eight. <laughs> okay. That's true. <laughs> I could give it to Olivia for coming back and even showing up. Yes. <laughs> I don't think that's fair, even though I want to do it. I'll give it to Devin. <laughs> though I much appreciated Olivia coming back as, as a moment. Yeah, that was like the moment too. Yeah. Olivia coming back, telling everybody like, yeah, I broke my face in five places. I'm going to have to have surgery. I mean, she just, oh, she's such a queen. So. Um, I, I gotta say, I hated this ending. I, I hated how it ended on the elimination. I hated how it was kind of like a blowout because Nani and Bananas made that mistake. Mm-hmm. Hated it, hated it, hate, hated when Tori and Devin gave everyone money. Hate, hate, hate. Couldn't hate anything more. I need I need a better final next time. <laughs> Why did you hate that they gave out the money? Because I feel like there should, I miss the days when it was like first place gets this, second place gets this, third place. Gets yeah. this. Why are we giving away money? First of all, that. And then the second thing is back in the day, it was totally frowned upon to say that you were going to share any sort of money. And people used to hide it in like, I think they would still do it, but they wouldn't make it known to production because it was so frowned upon. And now it's like, oh, let's we'll just g- give everyone money. And it's like, I don't know. It, it's like their stupid vacation alliance 
gets to the end. They're going to share all the money. Everyone lived happily ever after. I don't like that ending. Okay. I, I, I can see your points for sure. <laughs> um, I really agree with the fact that like first, second and sh- third should all get something. It shouldn't have to be them deciding at the end. But um, yeah, I guess it was when they were in the chain room in that last room that Tori was like, okay, so are we going to give them money? And that's when it like first came up and Devin was like, let's just finish this first. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Don't get ahead of yourself. I mean, I guess she was right. They won, but yeah. I mean, at that point, I think they knew that they had like an hour and a half lead. Like there was a lot would have to go wrong in order for them to not finish that first. Yeah. So, but I got to say, I liked this season better than last season. I liked this season much better than last season. I really hope they get rid of the eliminations during the finals. We've seen it like at least three times now. We saw it in Total Madness. We saw it in um, last season when Lonnie had to go against Casey. And we saw it again this season twice. I'm not a big fan of um, eliminations and finals. I'm not really a fan of purges and finals either, but I would rather a purge than an elimination, I think. I mean, I don't know if they did the elimination because they wanted Anissa to have a chance. Because what a great story would it have been if Anissa won. Mm -hmm. I wondered that too. It definitely was set up for Anissa to win. I think the elimination aspect of it too, with her being like the elimination queen or whatever, it makes sense. But I just really don't just really don't I don't know and what would they have done would are we missing an elimination would there have been another elimination if Olivia and Horacio if she didn't break her face oh would this would this have ended in a foot race like how would this have ended I don't even need I have to imagine there would they have tried to eliminate someone after episode one maybe I don't know. I know Olivia. Or maybe in episode. I don't know. No, I don't know. I can't think of what they what was the plan. There has I, to be something missing, though. Yeah. No. There. You're right. You're right. I can't think of it. But I I really wonder if it would have been some kind of race between the last two teams because that's what makes sense. Is like when have we ever ended it on an element like that's so weird. It's just. It's not like I, I don't think that Tori and Devin won. They definitely won this season, but I just, it's weird ending it on an elimination. I was not, not a fan of that. And I don't even need it to be a foot race. It could be swimming, but just like some kind of endurance based, like you made it to the top of the mountain type of thing. I know. I like, I like those endings too, where it's like, oh my God, we made, we climbed the mountain. Like, I love that ending versus this ending just felt like so anticlimactic. So I agree completely, but I will say that Tori and Devin dominated this final. So regardless of if it ended in elimination or not, I do think that they were the best team that performed in this final overall for the whole hundred hours. Yeah. Uh, You know, bananas and Nani let their emotions. I'm very surprised. They let their emotions ruin it for them. So they could have won. I agree completely. Okay, well, do you have anything else to add? No, I'm glad it's over. Doesn't that yeah. suck? Like, when we finish watching a show, I'm not like, wow, I don't feel, like, so fulfilled. Like, I'm glad I watched this. This was great. Tell I'm just like, God, this was a long this season. So long. I'm so glad it's over. Yeah, I'm so I, glad. I feel like I'm, I would be fine or more fine with them putting out all of these different shows and versions. Because it's, like, literally, like, we have a two-week reunion. And then we have um, the premiere of of the Global Champions. We have um, All Stars 4 that just finished filming. We have the, the Challenge USA 2 that's supposed to start filming in, like, a month. Like, we have, like, all of this stuff that's coming up. So I'm okay, I think, at this point with um, if they're wanting, like, content, content, content. Like, the different seasons 
more so than the long seasons. Like, give me, like, a 12-15 episode season and be done with it, and then give me the next one. Don't make me sit here for 25 freaking episodes and then have oh, another God. 25 episodes waiting for me. Like, that's insane. Of the same- It's too much. It's too much. I would much rather, like, the All-Stars, like, 10 episodes. Like, I feel like those are okay. I Sometimes I wish they were a little longer, like, 12 episodes. You know what I mean? Maybe 15. But 25, like, that is twice as much as we need. Ideally, when a show ends, it leaves you like, oh, my God, I want more. Like, you don't want it, you don't want it to end and be like, oh, my God, I'm exhausted by this. That's like, how I, don't mi- I don't mind feeling like I wish I had more. I don't really don't mind feeling like that. I, I, that's how I felt with All-Stars 3. Yeah, so, right. I'm hoping that that happens again with All-Stars 4. Sounds yeah. like going too. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you everyone so much for tuning in um, to our 100-hour final episode. It's been great covering this this season. Um, it's just been a little too long. But, um, yeah, thank you again, everyone, so much for tuning in, and we'll see you soon. <laughs>